people with your host, Dennis Beard. One of the main criteria in the last day for the church is to be into one mind and one accord. That's the reason why for the work of the ministry, in Ephesians 4, 11 on, it says he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. It has to come together in one for it to be edified or built up. And it says, until that unity of the faith, the unity of the faith is one mind and one accord. In every time and instance that God moved, there was one mind and one accord in the body of Christ through the trumpet call. Now he set watchmen upon the wall and cried, there's a trumpet. How long will you make me hear the sound of the trumpet, the alarm of war? Because faith is how we warfare in the kingdom of God. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. It's the righteousness of God by faith. Therefore, in the last days, it's the unity of the faith that we all come there, not a denomination. So in this focus, we're going to be looking at the unity of the faith. That is one mind and one accord. God will do nothing save he show it to his servants, the prophets. How does he do that? It's a trumpet voice of God. It's not just a cornet, flute, or harp, or a sackbolt, sultry, dulcimer uh, that we see where it becomes just a nasal instrument, but it's a clarion voice of God. It pierces the spirit of the believer in the heart. So the clarion call is a trumpet call, and that trumpet is how God always warns his body, the body of Christ, on the proceeding true word of God, the present truth. Peter talked about, as, as you are established in the present truth, alluding to there'd be more truth, and obviously it, the path of the just is as a shining light that shineth more and more until the perfect day. There will be more truth more revelation of that Jesus Christ until we finally reach the consummation, which is the revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave unto him to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. Sent and signified it by his angel unto John. Now John, John the Baptist, forerun Jesus' first coming. That's Yeshua ben Yosef, the suffering Messiah. But now we have also before the second advent before the Lord comes back the second time without sin for the salvation of his saints. We also have John forerunning. And we see that in the revelation of Jesus Christ because it was sent and signified by his angel under John. And John, being in the spirit of Elijah, which must first come and restore all things for the heavens must receive Jesus until the times of the restitution or restoration of all things. That's all truth. But to get there for the body to be edified, built up, we have to grow up into him in all things, all things, all faith. It's all truth. It is the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ in the revelation now, we see in 1 Peter 1, it says that grace comes to us at the revelation of Jesus Christ. 
and we grow in grace from faith to faith, from glory to glory. The unity of the faith we find all through the Word of God in the book of Acts. They were one mind and one accord. We see in Acts, the second chapter, that on the day of Pentecost was fully come. They were in one mind and one accord. For the body of Christ had come into the last day work in tabernacles, the last season in the glory to be revealed in the saints before the second advent will be in one mind and one accord through the saints of God, the body of Christ. How do we get there? Well, we blow a trumpet in Zion, sound an alarm in God's holy mountain, and cry, last for the day. The day of the Lord cometh, it's nigh at hand. It's a watchman on the wall. And it says, watchman, watchman, what of the night? Well, the night cometh, and also the morning. If you return, return, come, return to God. In the night is when they said a man-child is born. That's the Revelation 12. I saw a great wonder in heaven, a woman clothed with a sun, the moon and under her feet upon a head, a crown of 12 stars. She cried, travailing in pain to be delivered. These are the beginning of sorrows. Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21. God's doing it now. These are the beginning of the birth pangs. We see it's nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There be wars, rumors of wars, earthquakes in diverse places, famine, pestilences, plagues. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Now that's been since the creation, but it's becoming more prevalent. And as uh, it gets stronger and stronger, and the frequency of it becomes stronger, then we see the coming of the Lord's drawing nigh. When you see all these things begin to come to pass, then look up for your salvation, your redemption, draw it nigh. Well, before the coming of the Lord, the heavens must receive Jesus until the times of the restitution and restoration of all things, not some things. It's all true. And that's through the saints of God receiving the word of God. That is, uh, we add to our faith virtue. There we make sure that we're following the Lord Jesus Christ, trying the spirits to see whether they are of God. Any spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, the Word, the Holy Ghost, is come in the flesh, not has come, is come. Present in perfect tense, it's still coming in the flesh. God is still manifesting in the flesh. As long as the body of Christ is receiving the Holy Ghost until the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. And then all Israel will be saved. That is spiritual Israel, the church, as well as natural Israel that will be birthed a nation in one day. For as soon as Zion cried, travail, she brought forth her children. Isaiah 66. So we have a marvelous work of God. But they received that. God said, I'll do all these things, but I will be entreated for these things. We have to pray, seek God diligently with all of our heart. And when we do, then by having an eye, being single on God, the whole body is full of light, the whole body. Why is it so important for the unity of the faith? The unity of the faith is the knowledge of the Son of God in present truth not Pentecostal truth that happened 2,000 years ago, 
but present truth. And we are told by Paul as he speaks about the body being one body. Thou I can't say the foot, I have no need of thee because God has bestowed the more abundant honor on the less comely parts. There'd be no chism or division in the body. God is no respective persons. To whom much is given, much is required. But it's all in him, by him, and through him. And it's nothing of us that we should glory in any of these things or boast of these things. Any man speak of himself uh, there, any man speaking of himself, he seeketh his own glory. But he that speaketh of him that sent him, there's no unrighteousness in him. So when one body, member of the body, uh, travails or cries or hurts, we all hurt. There is why it's so important that the body of Christ comes into the unity of the faith. Because as we grow and the body of Christ is manifest in Christ through them, a city set up on a hill that cannot be hid, then the whole body is increased through the supply of the Spirit in grace. That's your grace groweth exceedingly the grace we are bound in it and we uh, have more grace through the revelation of jesus christ first peter one therefore as the body comes together in the unity of the faith and it mounts up the bone to the bone ezekiel 37 stands up a great army but the bones have to be prophesied over They have to receive the unity of the faith, not a denomination saying this and another one saying that with thousands of different denominations, which are divisions or heresies, but through the knowledge uh, and leading of the Holy Ghost. For the Holy Ghost, he said, uh, will lead you and guide you in all truth, that you speak the same things and be of the same mind. And this speaking one mind and one accord speaking the same things, honors and glorifies the Lord Jesus Christ. It is through this that bone connects to the bone, through the prophecy, prophesying over the bones, the preaching of the word of God, the bones come together. Now, as we have said and stated several times over a year now, that we've been doing the podcast and it's been two years or so since we received a visitation from the Lord. It was actually the 19th of January, 2019, that the Lord visited us in Transmara, Kenya, Africa, and said, uh, uh, it was about a two-hour visitation, but the bottom line, the crux of it, very simply is, the Lord said, seal my people by my word, as I am sending the angel from the east, having the seal of the living God, so send I you. Well, that's profound. And there is a gathering together in the body of Christ, bone to bone. And that bone to bone then, as it comes together, makes a joint. The bone to a bone makes a joint. And it's through the joining and the unity of the faith that the body is edified or built up. Building up itself upon its most holy faith through the Holy Ghost but it is compacted together at whichever joint supplies. The joint supplies, yes. The joint supplies 
because he said, if two of you agree on earth touching anything, it will be done. Of my Father which is in heaven, Jesus in the days of his flesh. So there is a great work and the power that will be given to the church in the Holy Ghost and the latter reign, which is the last great reign of his strength, not ours, his strength. That whosoever sins you remit, they remitted. And whosoever sins you retain, they retained. Through the leading of the Holy Ghost, righteous judgment, not because someone had it in or political agenda or narrative against someone else, but through the leading of the Holy Ghost, being righteous judgment, and the body will stand up at that time, whichever joint supplies, it's through the supply of the Spirit of God. So how goodly it is for the brethren to dwell together. The Lord rejoices over these things, and it causes a great aroma of a sweet-smelling savor to the Lord of Christ through the body of Christ and through the church. And that is where we're in currently in present truth, not in Pentecost, but in tabernacles. It's a new season for those that have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. And this is before the great war in Ezekiel 38. And, of course, this war will ultimately end the Valley of Jehoshaphat, the Armageddon, in the Valley of Jezreel. And uh, we see that this all throughout the world there's wars and rumors of wars. Right now, the Iranian proxy, uh, Israel, having a circle of fire around it. We see so much happening in the political arena. But all these are just the beginning of sorrows. It's the beginning of birth pains. It's the beginning of Christ being formed in the church. You see, it was in the night wherein they said a man-child was born not in the mountaintop or on the mountaintop, but in the valley. And during this night, we find that the saints are in the unity of the faith. And that's where it grows up a great army through the word of God. We find in Isaiah 21, Ezekiel also talking about watchmen, the watchman upon the wall. And it was declared in my hearing, a lion cometh. Lord, a lion cometh. That's the lion of the tribe of Judah. The judgment of God is coming. And the work of the ministry in judgment laid to the lion. Righteousness to the plummet. Righteousness is uh, what exalts a nation. And sin is a reproach to any people. And righteousness is the work that Jesus did, that he is God, proceeded from the Father, came into the world, the Father manifest, if the Son of God, the Father revealed, his death, burial, resurrection, went back to his former glory, glorified by the Father's own self, and then sent his Spirit to us. In the unity of the faith, the Holy Ghost is not divided. There's one Spirit. And that one spirit is not divided. It's the spirit of truth. And we're sanctified through that truth. Thy word is true. The Holy Ghost will always speak according to the word of God. So in this great work, the work of the ministry that we're all called for, 
It is until we all come into the unity of the faith and God is now revealing the new wine, the new thing that God is doing to those that have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying to the churches. If thine eye be single, the whole body's full of light. That's the whole body speaking the same thing. Revelation in Jesus the same in the present truth, walking in the light as he's in the light. And therefore, we think there's just one verse, uh, we're saved and on our way to heaven because we've repented or said a sinner's prayer or asked Jesus to come into our heart, not realizing that there is the work of the ministry that we must do in obedience unto righteousness in order to obtain salvation. And that is exactly what Jesus said in the Constitution of the Kingdom of Heaven in Matthew 5, 6, and 7. Matthew 5, he said, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. Then he said in Matthew 7, Not all that say to me, Lord, Lord, will be able to enter in. Only those that do the will of God. And they profess unto Jesus, Lord, we've done many wonderful works in your name, prophesied in your name, cast out devils in your name. They were working. They were believers. They were not just born-again babies, but little children. They were working in the Holy Ghost. But they didn't go on and follow the Lord. They're gathering for corn and wine, not considering the work of God. And that's what we're saying now, the work of the ministry. It's a strange work. Bring to pass his act, his strange act. Don't mock at it, lest your bands be made strong. For I've heard of the Lord of hosts, a consumption, a consuming fire upon all the earth. Oh, earth, 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 hear you the word of the Lord. The consumption decreed is not to destroy all mankind, but that it will overflow in righteousness and this indignation that will be accomplished. It said, hide my people a little while, God's people. Enter into thy chambers, the priest's chambers. You have to have that prepared by the word of God. And hide yourself into your chambers until the indignation, God's indignation be overpassed. And mine anger, God said, ends in their destruction, the Antichrist, the wicked, that will be ashes under the righteous feet. So the trumpet blowing in the truth now is the voice of God. It's the voice of the Son of God. The time is coming and now is when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God and those that hear shall live. It's a proceeding word. It's ever-growing in truth to be revealed in and through the body of Christ. The truth is truth, and it's given to us to know the truth. The Holy Ghost is the spirit of truth, and it's given to us. Therefore, in the Holy Ghost, we know all truth, but we have to receive it. And that's what he says, says and means in 1 John 2.20. You have an unction from the Holy One. You have no need that any man teach you. Not that he didn't give you apostle, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, but you don't have a need that any man teach you, for it's all through the Holy Ghost, by the Holy Ghost, and then through him alone that we are led into the truth. A preacher can preach all day long, all night, till he turns blue and passes out on the floor. But until the Holy Ghost gives the revelation of it, then the believer there cannot receive it. Just as Paul said in Hebrews 5, 
He said, you need and you ought to be teachers. You have need again to be taught the first principles of the oracles of God. We have to go back because you're not far enough along. You're not walking in the light as he's in the light. He's wanting to tell us about Melchizedek, the king priesthood, of which we're all called for. And he said, now you're our babies. You have need of milk. And I'm trying to give you strong meat. These things are hard to be uttered, seeing you're dull of hearing. You cannot hear because you don't have an ear to hear. You don't have a spiritual ear. Now, God's word is going out to those that do have a spiritual ear now. We're seeing and hearing from many, literally thousands on the podcast. They're saying, yes, we believe, and there is a great truth. And the present truth flowing now from the throne room to those that have an ear to hear. And that's why we want to hear from you. God's putting the body in one right now in the present truth. And that is so essential. It is of paramount importance that we understand that we have to understand now faith, not yesterday's faith, not tomorrow's faith, but now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And that is a proceeding word of God in present truth. Jesus said, I have many things to tell you disciples, but you're not able to bear them now. He was headed to the to Jerusalem there to be crucified. And there's many things yet to be said. Yes, so it's not just one verse. He expects us all to grow from babies to little children, little children to young men, young men to fathers, to grow up into him in all things, the things of faith, all truth. And there, and only then, are we not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. We're established in the doctrine of Christ. And Christ is our sailing. So the unity of the faith, when one hurts, we all hurt until the body literally comes together. But one will think, well, I will receive this word from another preacher or some great man of God that lived in the past, and I will be an echo of that. I'll start preaching that. So I know it's truth. And instead of getting it firsthand from the Holy Ghost, it becomes a echo it becomes like a ventriloquist. It doesn't have the real power. It's a copycat. And we copy other ministers or copy other sayings from ministers thinking that was, uh, that was a good thing to say or that was cool or uh, uh, that was provocative to provoke the body of Christ or whatever rather than being led of the Holy Ghost. And that becomes a sound of a tickling symbol a sounding brass. It's vanity. It's vexation of spirit. The Holy Ghost is speaking a profound, absolute word and truth to those that have an ear to hear what he's saying to the churches. And for the church, the one body of Christ, there is a chariot of horsemen. And those horsemen that we see, white, red, black, and then pale, is all due to the word of God. And it's how you receive the word. If we receive it, it's a blessing. The ones that don't, we'll be lose that, even that which we have. So Jesus put it this way. Take heed how you hear. For the same measure you meet with all shall be measured to you again. To him that hath shall be given. He'll have the more. But him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he has. So in the new thing, the great thing that God will do in the new wine, it's failed 
in many because we find in Hosea 9, the new wine failed in them because they did not want to receive the new thing, the great thing that God is doing. It's the work of the ministry. It's a strange work. Yes, it is. Strange act. Yes, it is. But we have to understand the work of God is not to destroy mankind, but that his name and his glory will be revealed unto all that's left in the earth, that all may know him from the least to the greatest. For the knowledge of the glory of the Lord will cover the earth as the water cover the seas. This is happening now. Now, the body of Christ, as we, and that's so imperative, that we, if we hear, and we hear from you, that we gather together in one, in the unity of the faith, and to know them that labor among you. It's not enough just for uh, somebody's preaching over the internet or a podcast or whatever, until they come into the unity of the faith, knowing them that labor amongst them. If to agree, touching anything that touched in the gathering together of the saints, well, then there's a power there. There's a strength there. And just as Peter stood up along with the other 11 preaching on the day of Pentecost, it wasn't just Peter preaching. There was 11, 11 other men of God preaching also apostles and establishing that word the same way in the body of Christ in the last day will not be a one man ministry or some denomination. It will be the body of Christ standing up in the unity of the faith as one man filling heaven and earth. And they will proclaim the true Jesus, the revelation of Jesus in all the work and splendor, majesty, and dignity and power of the Holy Ghost in the kingdom of God. This is what's set before us right now to those that have an ear to hear. Why is it so important in the unity of the faith? Because it's the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we, the body fitly framed together, and whichever joint supplies is through that supply of the Spirit to the edifying of itself in love, the edifying of itself, the body has to come together. It did on the day of Pentecost, the former rain. It was a moderate rain. It was a good rain. But now it's the time for the last great rain of his strength. And who will hear for the time to come oh, that they were wise, that they understood, considered their latter end. Oh, earth, 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 hear ye the word of the Lord. Well, to the law, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus that we're all in the unity of the faith, believing the same thing, speaking the same thing. And that is where the body of Christ will be edified and built up and manifest Jesus in and through the body of Christ in the last day revealing of Jesus, literally fulfilling his ministry, not Jesus just three and a half years, but there's another three and a half years ministry of Jesus, the work of the ministry. And that's the reason why in Revelation 10, Revelation 11, Revelation 12, you see over and over a time, times, and the biting of a time. Three and a half years, 42 months, 1,203 score days of the Jesus ministry, power unto his servants. And these will speak the truth in the words of the book of this prophecy in the revelation of Jesus Christ not a Pentecost. This is tabernacles. 
far greater in the works that will be revealed. Not only will it be the redemption miracles of Jesus, as Jesus never killed anyone. He healed the sick, cleansed the leper, raised the dead, cast out devils, opened blind eyes, loosed the dumb tongues, the lame walk, and the captive went free. Blessed is he whomsoever is not offended in me. But also the judgment miracles of Moses, because God said at that time that I will destroy all the gods of the earth. And that is the judgment miracles that was done by Moses, but it wasn't Moses. It was Jesus Christ in and through Moses working those that we see on the Mount of Transfiguration. It wasn't Moses. It was Jesus only. Same way with Elijah, kingdom miracles, and that prophet coming there before the second coming, the second advent of our Lord Jesus Christ. Why? To restore all things. For he said, Elijah must first come and restore all things. What are things? All faith all truth, all faith, which is the faith that was once delivered to the saints. And that is all truth that the Holy Ghost will lead us and guide us into and all things in Christ growing up into him and all things, all truth. And that finally is charity. They're about it faithful and charity. The greatest of these is charity, which is the final consummation in the growth of the body of Christ in glory. You see, we go from glory to glory, from faith to faith, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. For the Lord is that Spirit, and we all, with open face beholdings in, the, in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image. But we have to go into the body, preferring each other above ourselves, not seeking our own, but that which is another. What does that mean? We want to provoke unto good works. We want to encourage the body of Christ in the unity of the faith. Because by doing so, the whole body is edified. None seeking their own, but all that which is another, which is to lift up Jesus alone. And when you have that kind of charity, well, that didn't come by accident. You added to your faith, virtue. You were virtuous to the Lord. Then you added to your virtue, knowledge. But people perish for lack of knowledge. But it's through the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ and these things that will be revealed in truth, growing up into him. And when we have the faith, at any time that God gives you a, reg a measure of faith there and revelation of Jesus for you to do, enable you whatever you're called to do, it's going to be tried as by fire that it may come forth as pure gold, the glory of God revealed in you. So think of how strange the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you. But rejoice inasmuch as you are partakers of Christ's sufferings and the glory of God resteth upon you. And therefore, we bear one another's burdens. Then the unity of the faith, we bear one another's burdens. Then the unity of the faith that we might fulfill the law of Christ. And that is that we have love for the brethren, the body of Christ coming together as one. Jesus said, a new commandment I give you, that you love one another even as I have loved you. That's agape. That is God's love. It passes all understanding. It's not storge as a parental love to a child, a child to a parent, which is wonderful. 
but every love and every facet of love is from God who is love. Then we have eros, which is the where we get the erotic, which is a sensual. Well, uh, that is of God also, if it's legal and in the proper place and time, the bed undefiled, but adulterers and fornicators, God will judge. Then we go to phileo, brotherly love. Well, how'd you get there? Well, brotherly kindness, and you deal that out as a will of volition that you literally sacrifice yourself for the body of Christ. So you add to your faith, virtue, virtue, knowledge, knowledge, temperance, self-control, those that strive for the mastery, self-control, temperate, and all things. Then temperate, then patience. Let patience have her perfect work. After you've done the will of God, we have need of patience that we would receive a full reward. What works that patience? Tribulation work with patience. Trouble. Patience work with experience. And experience work with hope. Hope make them not ashamed because the love of God shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost. That's agape. Then that brotherly love, that brotherly kindness, you go from patience to godliness. That's the God life, walking in the light. He's easy in the light. But then you go to a higher level called brotherly, add to your godliness, brotherly kindness. And that's the reason the Philadelphia church in the book of the Revelation, the Lord had no rebuke to that church. And that which you have, keep, keep that faith in Philadelphia, Philadelphia and the Philio, brotherly love, brotherly kindness. Let it continue. And then final ultimate step in glory, charity. Charity is not love. God is love. Charity is the love of the body of Christ uh, for the Lord in keeping his commandments. I can't say I love God if I don't keep his commandments. How can I say I love God whom I haven't seen if I don't love my brother whom I have seen? Well, that's exactly what he's saying, that we have to have this love for the brethren and charity, that godly love based in doing his will, not just a, a speaking in word and in tongue, but in deed and in truth, walking in and uh, uh, really uh, loving the truth for charity uh, there, it, it loves the truth and it will not believe a lie that, that wicked way. This is a way of holiness, a highway of holiness where no fool shall err therein. It's not something you accidentally get into. You have to literally work at your salvation. And that's the reason it says, God work out, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. When we are to work, yes, pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it's God that worketh in you both the will and do of his good pleasure. The unity of the faith is where we're at now. Many of you have written to us that you would like to meet us, and we'd like to meet you. The body is coming together. We're, we're believing God through uh, the your prayerful support and your offerings financial offerings that we'll be able to uh, meet with you. We've made several trips from 2012 to Africa, Ghana, Kenya, Africa, uh, now to India. Uh, but we need your help in doing so in the body of Christ coming together. 
and one. So you add to your faith, virtue, virtue, knowledge, knowledge, uh, temperance, temperance, patience, patience, godliness, godliness, brotherly kindness, and brotherly kindness, final step, charity. Now that will perfect the body of Christ in the unity of the faith for the knowledge of the Son of God. That's epigonosco, not just knowing him after the spirit, not after the flesh, but coming to the full measure of the statue of Jesus, for whom he did foreknow, them he did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. And them that he predestined, them he called those that he called he justified. And them that he justified, he also glorified to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. Nothing less is going. For the Lord's coming back for a church without spot, without blemish, a glorious church. Not one lying, cheating, stealing, envy, strife, hate, malice, carnal mindedness. There, he was not coming back for that church. So therefore, there will be a work, a work of the ministry, judgment to the land, righteousness to the plummet. It will overflow in righteousness where our forerunner, Jesus, has already entered in. And we will also come to the fullness of the measure of the stature of Jesus Christ, him showing us the way, the truth, and the life. If this is bore witness with you, the body of Christ coming together, bone to bone, it's edifying, it's self in love now, not a preacher going out and trying to be a big preacher. He's seeking his own vain glory. By doing that, he stands alone. The ministers that just go for money, and they're hired harling. Well, when the money runs out, they immediately collapse and go someplace else where money leads. And uh, God will never build his kingdom on money. It's always upon faith in the Holy Ghost and Jesus Christ, God himself, through the leading of the Holy Ghost into all truth. And uh, that where there be uh, money and treasures, uh, even prophecy, it'll fail. Tongues will cease. But the full era there that will be revealed in the wicked will be a strong delusion to believe a line be damned that they, because they receive not the love of the truth, they might be saved. They have to love the truth, not the love of money, which is the root of all evil, but to love the truth and rejoice in the truth. And charity rejoices in the truth the final consummation of perfection. And that's the reason charity will cover a multitude of sins. That's the reason charity is the bond or guarantee of perfectness to reach that point in Jesus. God's doing it now. Those that want to uh, get a big ministry and get a financial backing, uh, these are this uh, a strange voice. Uh, they're not, not the real voice in the wilderness. They will be a tinkling symbol of sounding brass, uh, ultimately seeking their own glory. But the body of Christ that will prefer their brethren above themselves, not seeking money or advantage uh, through advantage taking mer- making merchandise of you, but through seeking the Lord Jesus and him alone. Those are the ones, those are the diadems of the Lord that he will call his in that day when he makes it up a book of remembrance. God's doing it now. There are those that, that seek their own glory 
And we'll pull away from that. Denominations say you're under our roof and you can't move. You're literally subject to the presbyter or the presbyter because you have to do this or that or the other. But when you strive for the truth, pressing toward the mark for the prize, I call him God in Christ Jesus, then you're pleasing to God, not man. I'm not saying that we don't obey the ones that have the rule over us. Yes, we do. But for ones that look after our own soul and must give an account, not for money, not for filthy lucre, not for taking advantage of them, uh, making merchandise of you. So therefore, let's examine ourselves. As God's doing this new thing, if this has struck a chord with you with the Holy Ghost, and you believe it's the truth, or you may have questions, you'd like to ask questions about what the present truth is and where we're going in this tabernacle season, tabernacle is not Pentecostal. God's doing it now. We love to hear from you. Write to me, Dennis Beard, Post Office Box 2906, Longview, Texas, zip code 75606. Or you can message us over the websites. And that is sealinggodspeople.org, sealinggodspeople.com, or dennisbeard.org. Either one of those, you can drop us a message and we'll get to you and respond back. And those that would like us to contact you, please just drop us a line and we'll get in contact with you as we're doing with others and plan to meet you. The body of Christ is coming together. It's a wonderful, glorious time. I know the troublous times are coming. Even men and seducers waxing worse and worse. But this is the signal for us in the body of Christ that these birth pains will signal to us in the night, which we can endure for a night. But that's when the man-child is birthed. Christ in you to the fullest. So we're going to go on to the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ. God, that's got good work, started a good work in you, will certainly perform it to the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Spirit saying, Behold, the real Jesus.